This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. As always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. Yes, the holy land where all financial advice is full of incredibly intelligent wisdom. <laughs> what that means, even. Uh, we got a great show for you. An unbelievable show. Every show is a good show. What can I tell you? But before we start, as always, if you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So... Do you want to become financially empowered, financially secure, financially independent, financially you fill in the blank? I bet you the answer to that question is a resounding yes. Unfortunately, how come so many people, not you who are listening, but so many people are not financially empowered or independent? Are you sick of mounting debt or living from paycheck to paycheck? I can't tell you how often I meet with people who literally cry to me, cry, and I'm not like big on emotion, so I really don't like when people cry, when they describe their financial situation to me. What many people don't realize is that it really can change your financial future, and you can start by taking control of your money instead of your money controlling you. Yes, you can do it. It's not that hard. So the question obviously is, well, how can you take control of your finances and become financially empowered or financially independent? It's not nearly as hard as many people think. While many individuals believe that you need to be like super rich in order to become financially independent, meaning that you've got to like rake in $250,000 a year and have millions of dollars already put aside in savings. In reality, you just need to be able to cover your expenses with your income while accounting for each expense and managing to save as well. Right? It's not all about your assets. Your expenses play a huge part in the equation. If you scale down your lifestyle, you can achieve independence on much more modest sums of money than you ever dreamed was possible. So I want to give you a few tips here that can help you get on the path to financial empowerment. You know, it's funny because before I get to those tips, I recently met with a couple who had sold their business. And they thought they had what was put away a, a really, really sizable sum. But then when they started telling me what they do and how they like to spend money, I was like, uh-oh, you guys are up the creek. You're going to run out of money. It's not this, you know, why am I mentioning this? I see this all the time where people come and they come and they, you know, they have an inheritance. We got you know, a big inheritance. Because somebody calls me up and they say, yeah, we got a big inheritance. I know that they didn't get very much money. Because for them, it's a lot of money, right? But objectively, it's not a lot. But they've got all kinds of plans. We're going to buy apartments. And we're going to give charity. And, 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 and. And you know what? $5.60 doesn't go that far. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
they got more than $5.60. But that, the fact of the matter is, you know, it's one thing if you walk into a couple million dollars. Another thing if you walk into a very nice amount of money, I'm not poo-pooing it, but if you get like a $50,000 inheritance, you can't do everything you want to do. It's not that much money, okay? So, the first tip that I want to do to get you on your way to financial empowerment is to set a date. I'm a firm believer that people need to set goals in order to achieve sought-after milestones. If you want to lose weight, for example, something near and dear to my heart, you set a goal of how much money you, how much money, how much weight you want to lose. If you say to yourself that you just want to lose weight, sort of leave it open-ended, without any goal of how much, you're primed to probably end up gaining weight. Okay, this is speaking from experience. It's important to set a realistic date for when you like to be financially independent or empowered. As a guide for how much money you're going to need in the future, I like to tell clients they need about 20 years worth of this year's expenses to make it. So what's that mean? Let's say you're spending $30,000 a year times 20 equals... Yes, yes, you in the back. How much does 20 years times $30,000? No, I'm sorry, that's wrong. Next, in the green sweater? Correct, $600,000. Now, keep in mind that any pension, whether it's Social Security or Bituach Lumi in Israel or any other kind of stuff like that that you receive is going to lower the overall amount that you're going to need. Right? If you receive $20,000 a year in retirement income from Social Security, then you would only need $10,000 in supplemental income, which means you would only need around $200,000 in savings in order to be independent. You get it? You get the math? I know it's a little bit complicated, but if you just take again, take 20 years times your expenses, and then you subtract that, you take that number, and you see what other incomes do you have. Do you have Social Security coming in? Do you have any other state pension coming in? Well, you subtract that from that number, and that's the number, that's the ultimate number. The result of that is going to be the number that you're going to need in order to become financially independent. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you today about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaron. K-A-T-S-M-A-N, AaronKatzman.com, AaronKatzman.com. We're speaking about becoming financially empowered, financially independent, and I'm giving you some tips. So the first tip I gave was set a date. Tip number two, allow your money to work. You need to make savings and investing priority, priority number one even. Right, The first thing you got to do, make a habit of paying yourself first every month. Whether you're investing in real estate, I don't know, Bitcoin, index funds, or dividend stocks, focus on a slow and steady approach to building wealth. While it's quite tempting to try and find a home run stock, and I get this all the time. Hey, Katzman, what's, give me a stock which is going to quadruple in the next uh, minute and a half. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> um, people looking for home run stocks are going to make an instant fortune. But you know what happens far more often than not? Investors end up losing money on those kinds of plays, right? This doesn't work very well. People don't make fortunes overnight for most people. While it not make fit with today's remote control culture, where if you don't like something, you just click it away and you try something else. When it comes to building wealth or to building assets, slow and steady is definitely 
the way to do it, right? If you, if you try every single time to find the stock or the investment, which is going to, you know, rocket higher in a short amount of time, you're doomed to failure. It just doesn't really work that way. The third tip, jump in, right? Just go for it. Individuals often wait to begin investing because they think that their accounts are too small. They think if they don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars, like I said before, there's no point in investing. I regularly meet with newlyweds and, you know, they receive twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in wedding money. And what do they do? They inevitably stick the money in the bank in savings where they make no interest. When I ask them, why don't you ever invest the money? Inevitably, the answer is, well, we figured it was such a small amount to start with. It wasn't worth it. Well, let me tell you something, right? 30,000, 20,000, 10,000 even. You got to start. Every, every amount is a good starting point, right? Because what's the goal at the end of the day? The goal at the end of the day is to become financially independent, financially empowered. So if you get your money working for you, the sooner that you do that, the sooner you're going to be financially empowered. Because right? there's a little thing called compounding in, compounding of interest, compound interest. If you get your money working for you, it's going to start sort of magically growing. And it grows and it grows upon itself. And over time, you end up with a rather sizable amount of money. But you can't get there if you never start in the first place, can you? Pretty much, pretty, pretty logical at the end of the day. The other reason people wait, say, well, the market's high. I'm not going to invest. The real estate market's high. The stock market's high. And they wait and they wait and they wait. And they, in the interim, they made no money waiting and the markets keep going higher and higher, right? Markets go up and they go down. But over time, historically, they've done very, very well. It's a great way to make money, right? It's a great way to grow your wealth, as is real estate. But you've got to have a long-term horizon and be patient. Realize that things do go down, right? Past performance is no indication of future results. But, you know, we can learn from history. The point being, you've got to do something. Staying on the fence, staying on the sidelines is no way to make money, to grow money. You've got to be in the game. You've got to be in it to win it, as they used to say. Okay? So those are a few tips. There are many more, but those are a good starting point for you to get on your way to financial independence, financial empowerment. And trust me, it's going to make such a world of difference, right? If you don't have to scrounge around for money, but you know when you make a purchase that you've got the money and that money's already been sort of segregated out for that specific purpose. You're gonna be so far ahead of the game, you are gonna finally be in control of your money, as opposed to the money being in control of you. And being in control of money is a phenomenal financial situation, and it makes you feel pretty good also. Okay, so that's the tip for the day, right? We want you to become financially empowered, and those are some tips to do it. Jump in, right, just start investing. Let your money work for yourself. Set a date, set a goal of, you know, when you want to start, how much you want to have, and you're sure to be successful. You've been listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Until next time.